dinner. Okay, so next week I start my death doula course. I just want to sit with people who are passing away and you sit in silence for hours. I just want to sit and hold their hand. So you're probably wondering what the hell is wrong with me. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. This is Real Talk with Carmen Costa. So I kind of shocked Jamie today. Uh, I told him next week I am starting my course and I, okay, so if anybody knows me, um, I'm very spiritual. So I'm, I'm connected spiritually. I always, you know, I want to keep, uh, you know, grounded at all times, right? And people say when you're spiritual, you're up in the sky. Um, you know, I just always want to keep centered. There's a lot of, you know, goals that I want to meet uh, for the year. But one thing after my dad passed away, because Jamie, you looked at me, you're like, what? What is that? Well, um, I was kind of caught off guard, but I don't. It's, I thought I told you about this. No, no, you didn't. Okay, so next week I start my death doula course. So everybody's like, what is a death doula? So a death doula sits with a family and it's just like a birthing. So it prepares them for death. So if you have uh, a loved one that is passing away and you have time... Um, you, so I don't know much about the course. I read a bit about it. So I'm going to give you my goal and what I wanted to do. And I looked into this and I want to be well prepared for people who, you know, retain my services. Um, you know, and I, for, for the time being, I want to do things volunteer. I just, I want to sit with people on the weekend, um, and assist them. Right. So I want to do this part time. Mm -hmm. So what a death doula does is, is exactly that. I just want to sit with people who are passing away and you sit in silence for hours. I just want to sit and hold their hands. So you're probably wondering what the hell is wrong with me, right? I know you're like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Kind of. Well, not what's <laughs> wrong. I, I have so many questions. Yeah. Uh, but so do you, is it for people who don't have family members no. or friends or is it, are you, will you be sitting with family members as well to help them through the process a hundred percent what it is it's exactly that so okay. you're assisting everybody connected to that loved one with the death right with the passing mm -hmm. of their loved one right so i wish i'm not even gonna lie to you i'm getting goosebumps so i know i'm right about this i wish that when my dad was passing and we knew he was passing that the his environment was different so i it was a stressful time and there was eight human beings that were in that room with my mother having to deal with my father passing and everybody had different emotions we lost sight of the actual person passing so i got to sit with my father um and hold his hand like minutes before he passed right so i sat with him and i felt at that exact moment you know he was in a coma but i felt i was connected with him spiritually and we were communicating i know you may say this is crazy we were communicating you know in a different way, right? Energetically, I say. Um, and he passed, right? So I thought it was the most profound, you know, situation. And I want to share that with, you know, and as I, so I want you to understand my, my reasoning around this, because everybody's like, what's your purpose in life, right? So um, I would just love to volunteer my time to sit with people like, you know, and pastors and priests do this, right? So, mm -hmm. um, but I want to know everything about culture and, you know, because everybody has a different culture. Everybody, you know, accepts death differently, right? So I want you to understand who I was when it came to death. I feared death. I was like, 
oh, no, no, no. I don't want to do this. I don't want to see a dead body. I don't want to be around a dead body. But I don't think you understand the beauty of somebody passing. So I know we we were were programmed to think it's it's a horrible thing and that death, you know, yes, when somebody's lost at a young age, but you know, people come on this earth plane for experiences, right? And I think we lose sight of that. So that person chose that experience for themselves, and that's what we're told, right? So my thing is is I want to sit with people because you know, when my dad was going through all this, you know, and, and, and this is what I mean, it wasn't just that one integrated part of my dad passing in the six weeks or seven weeks from the hospital, you know, uh, him being discharged from the hospital to when he passed, you know, I had to go to hospitals with him with people in cancer clinics that, you know, were struggling thinking I deserve this having stage four cancer, I deserve to die. And I would sit there holding their hand saying, no, nobody deserves this. Right. And, and, not knowing that my presence was having an effect on them until like, I would say one woman in particular, she held my hand and she said, just meeting you in these encounters, like, cause I would always end up with this woman. It was weird with my dad. And I would hold her hand and say, you don't deserve this. What you did at a young, doesn't affect your old age, right? This is just maybe the time for you, you know? And she, she was just like, I, if I didn't meet you, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. She was like almost 85. Right. And she felt that she was being robbed. And I'm like, look at your beautiful life. Like, look what you've done. Look at your kids. Right. Look at your daughter. Right. Um, and it's just reminding people. So here's the thing. What does death look for you? Right. What, when you think of death, like everybody does this, whoa, I don't want to die. Right. Like, whoa, I, I'm afraid of death. Right. But what do you think would be the best scenario when you're passing? Is it when you're asleep? Is it around all your loved ones? Is it like, have you ever thought about that? I haven't really thought about it, but uh, now that you asked the question, <laughs> obviously I think it, it would, it would be, it would be good to have loved ones around m me. And, but I would also like to, you know, look back and, and reminisce. Yeah. And make and sure that I do. feel good about what I did in my life. Yeah. Exactly. So you reminisce, you take out all these. So I want you to know when my dad passed, I grabbed all the photos because you do this, right? Funeral mm -hmm, home. Mm -hmm. You have to grab all the pictures and then you're reminiscent. Wouldn't it have been awesome for my dad to be there and us reminiscent together instead of, oh, he passed, you know, and now we have to do this. And we all did it like all my brothers and sisters and my mom. And we were laughing and we were, wouldn't that, and I want you to understand like, and this is what I say to you about money or experiences. When you go through an experience, that experience, um, you know, is a memory, right? Like, and I mean, like, even for my kids, I try to do the best experiences. And I read something on Facebook that was kind of, kind of like, you know, so a parent wrote, you know, uh, it's not my responsibility to do high experiences for my kids all the time. Like that's too much work. 365 days. I strive to achieve that for my kids. Like I do club nights. I do, you know, so many things with my kids, spa days. I do all of that because I want my kids to do this. Exactly this. If they're at the end of their life, they know that their mom and their father, you know, big sleepovers. We do all the beds in one room and then we tell stories and we have a little fake fire I want them to remember that when they're on their deathbed or when they're reminiscing with their kids, what we were about. And I always say this, what do you want to be remembered as? Which parent? 
right? And I know like society has made it where they're like, you know, ship your kids off to school or do whatever, or, you know, and yesterday I had a conversation, um, you know, with an old friend, Patricia Roque, thank you so much. You know, her conversation was awesome. She's standing up for what she believes. She's like, why did you take your kids out of school? And I, I'm going to be honest, like, I'm going to say this and she's right. I took them out because I didn't want shitty people teaching my kids. And I'm going to say shitty people, not like, I just want you to understand there's one, you know, when my kids were in school, they were affected like big time. Right. So to me, I always say like, that's a shitty person, right? Like you, you, for you to be teaching my kids or like having that bad of an effect that even today they're talking about, I wish I could erase those memories. You can't, they're there. Right. So I don't want my kids. And she said something, she's like, why don't you tell people that? And I'm like, I don't know. You always get afraid of what people are going to say back to you and be like, shitty people. What are shitty people? And it's like, shitty people are people that leave bad impressions on my kids. So if you affect my kids, chances are it takes a while for me to forgive you. So in the end, which I do want to talk about forgiveness because we're on this death doula thing. It's very key. Remind me about that. But I just want to say, that's what I mean about shitty people. If you leave a shitty impression on my kids, then like, and that's what happened. Like, I mean, like when I say shitty people teaching, like they left a bad impression on my kids where to today, three years later, they're still talking about it. Right. So yes, I took my kids out and I give them the best experience every day. I freaking love teaching them in the morning. They get excited to get up at six 30. Cause I start at seven to nine. You know, the team knows I'm up super early. I'm up at four 30, but I want to give them that. And then dad takes over and kills it. Like my husband is amazing for like freaking adventures. He was showing me so many videos in the last two weeks. I'm like, this guy is the bomb. Like he's the guy that will just pack up a lunch and be like, we're having a lunch in the snow. It's just, but those are the experiences the kids remember. And that's what I'm saying. So that's what I chose to do with my kids. I want to build for them, you know, that experience, right? They have a lots of time to go to school. They're, they're learning. They're well advanced. Um, you know, I'm blessed with my kids, freaking love them, love, you know, being around them. Okay. So that's meaningful to me as a human being. So when I talk about what does my death look like, I want my kids around me. I want my family around me. It's key and important to me. So when I looked at this, I think, you know, at this whole course thing, and the only reason why I t- I'm taking the course is I always have to have every, I need to know everything about that. Right. So it would be, you know, anybody can volunteer and sit with people that are dying. I just want you to know, but I want to be cognitive of all the possibilities out there to assist people that are dying and their families. Right. So it's key and important to me. So, um, I originally didn't get accepted. I wrote a letter and then I did get accepted. So I was like kind of devastated. I didn't talk. Maybe that's why I didn't talk about it because I didn't get accepted. Then I wrote a long letter and I got accepted and I was like, thank God I got accepted. Right. And it's, it's, it's so exciting so because tell me about that process of being accepted or not accepted. Like, why wouldn't they accept someone? I think you, I think it was more about like, what's your profession? I'm a mortgage broker. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there's people out there that are like doctors and like nurses and you know, there's hospice, uh, owners. Like there could be a lot of possibilities. I wrote in my application, I'm a mortgage broker owner. What, what assistance, like what purpose? But I don't think they knew the meaning 
of what it meant to me. I want to assist people. Mm -hmm. I really want to assist people that, you know, because I think it's a beautiful thing. I used to think, and that's what I'm saying about life changing. I used to think that life was so, you know, like morbid, like death was so morbid. I mean, oh my gosh, I I I think most people feel that way. right? No, I was really bad. Like I couldn't see a dead (laughs) body. I couldn't like, you know, but when I was, I was getting back to my father. So But when I was walking through the hospital to get like to the hospital room in the ICU, there was people and I would just love to sit with people that the nurses were like, he's going to pass and not one family member. And you guys have like 10 people in this room and we're screaming at you guys. You have too many people. Right. That's what I mean. My dad had a lot of people around him at all times. And the guy next to him had nobody. And I just it broke my heart. Like I prayed for him all the time. And, you know, it just that's what I'm seeing. Like there's maybe. You know, and not a lot of people know about that doula. When I say that, I'm like, I'm so excited that, and I'm reading a book, you know, about it. People are like, what is that? What are you doing? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm no excited idea. about it because it's it's on the weekend. And that's what I mean. Like, it's it's on the weekend. It's on my personal time. It's not during, you know, business hours. Um, it fits in my schedule because I can do this course. It's it's four months. Um, and it's, it's a lot of homework and I'm, I'm excited. I love reading. I'm all about that. Um, I'm loving how they're having me dig deep into what I feel about death. Um, there's a lot of, you know, uh, things about it, um, that are coming together, but I think one of the biggest things that I'm super excited about, and I can't even emphasize is the different cultures. So if you know me, if you know me, I see absolutely no color. I, I, And so I love to immerse myself in people's cultures. I love human beings. I think human beings are gorgeous. I think, you know, when it comes to cultures, such an amazing experience. So I'm super excited about that aspect and that module that that will come up. Um, But that's what I mean. It's just, you know, you respect and you understand all of that. So I want you to know the guy that came to my dad, when my dad was passing, they, they have a priest come. So this guy was, um, like he was a priest, but he was, I didn't, I wouldn't even think he was a priest. I think me and my sister looked at each other and were like, this guy's doing the rights. Like he just seemed so like he came out of nowhere, but he was such an amazing, like he honestly, I felt healed when he was, you know, blessing my dad. You know how that works in the Portuguese culture. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't find the Portuguese church, uh, the Portuguese uh, priest. So they had this guy come. He was French. And it was the most profound um, last rites. I don't I don't plan on doing last rites. Uh, but I do want to be a death doula where I assist families um, with loved ones passing. And how does that work? Like once, let's say, once you, you're done with your course and, and you can help people. You have to do, do I think you do 100 hours of of volunteer and I do you just hours. are you just in a hospital or do people i think i want to do a hospice i think contact? i yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna volunteer at a hospice um but, uh, but how does it work like do people contact you yeah or or yeah, are like you a, just it's like there? a birth and doula you know a birth and doula what yeah. birth and doulas do death doula does the opposite so uh birth and doulas bring babies in and they prepare the mom for the arrival of the baby mm-hmm. and we prepare, I always say we prepare the loved ones for the descent. So, mm. you know, like people crossing over. I never really thought about this and it's so interesting and it, it's a, and it it's makes sense. It's something that doesn't, that people don't think about. I think I mentioned this to three people. Like I don't talk much yeah. about it, but every time I met, they, the same look <laughs> happens. What? Why? But, but it makes so much sense now that you're talking about it and I'm thinking uh, about the whole situation because you being outside, 
someone from the outside. So you're not part of that family. You're not, not at all. Yeah. You're not part of that per person's life. You will have a different perspective in helping the family. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's, that's what I want to do. Like I, I really, and it's more honestly, Jamie, you know me, it's all about the healing aspect. I feel very sad that somebody would assume that they deserve death. Nobody deserves death. And sometimes death is so beautiful that maybe you forget, you know, you forget that. Right. And, you know, I, I feel sad that if people die, you know, um, just like with negativity, like, I just want to honestly, if I could just tell you when I, when I do retire, like, you know, when I'm 60, 65, um, in five years from now, get out of here. Okay. <laughs> But I want to create, um, and not a hospice. Like, I think it's so barbaric how people pass away. You have no idea. Like the way my dad passed away, he was all about nature. So my idea down the road when I'm retired, um, I'm actually going to let everybody know, which is kind of funny. Um, but is, you know, a nature, um, like a, like a retreat where people can go and pass peacefully. So you just, you're connected with nature we talk and we work through memories. We go through all that and a family do this together with them. Um, you know, and you stay like a hotel and you're just like, you're staying at a hotel. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's, I want to build that out eventually down the road. I know you're like, are you serious? <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking, you know, sometimes we think the person is going to pass in a day or two, but what if the person holds on and goes on for a month and and that's six okay months, but so. that's okay yeah that's that's totally fine but i just i believe that i i would like to create that and you know what the if they're meant yeah i i want that environment like when i watched you know my dad died with machines all over his head and craziness and chaotic and uh, you know all those beeping yeah like it was just horrible yeah. you know and i just tried it you know i i envisioned like a nice you know, surrounding around him to try to, you know, and he was at peace. I felt that he was at peace when I was connected to him. So I just want to recreate that for people, you know, who are passing. I just, that's what I'm, you know, so I'm super, can't even emphasize how excited I am about this course. I'm super excited about it. So this is so interesting. I'm, I was caught by surprise. I did not know. I thought I told you about no. this. You do this a lot. Do I? You you think you? I don't think I things. tell a lot of people my life. My life. That's why I, I try not to like. You know, I'm, I'm not. You know, because I'm. This was more of an activity. Like Zervain said yesterday, um, it's not a cheap course. But um, Zervain said yesterday, he's like, what? Why are we doing? I'm like, I just feel like I need to do this. Yeah. Because at my, I know this is so weird. The last six weeks with my dad, talking to all these people, I was so happy to go to the hospital and sit with people, sit with my father. You know, I would talk to my dad about memories. I would go through memories with him and he'd laugh. And, you know, it was just, it was a good experience. And I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't even have the tools to think that I was doing that. But when I'm reading the books now and going through the module, I'm like, oh, wow, I did that with my dad. That's amazing. Like, I didn't even know I was doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel blessed that, you know, he used to think, oh, I'm a burden. You're taking me to the hospital. He Little did he know he was pushing me to what I feel is my life purpose eventually, right? Yeah, but, so, but that, that has to do a lot with our culture as well. And, you're right. And, and it's what you're saying about cultures and understanding cultures. Like our culture is all about, oh, I don't want to bother anybody. Like, yeah, yeah that's so I my, don't that was my dad and my mom. My mom's like that too. I always tell my mom, stop saying that mom. Like I want to do stuff for you. 
but she always, and it's like, I think this is like another thing I wanted to talk about is I'm not so busy. Like stop. I hear people say that, Oh, you're so busy. I'm like, I'm not so busy. Like I am busy, but I'm busy with things I want to do. And I want to hear from my team. I want to hear from my mom. Like stop saying I'm busy because you know, and I try now to be aware of what I'm saying because maybe it's me saying it, but I will always be available. I'm busy with my agents, right? Yeah, but but parents and family always have that thing. Oh, I don't, oh, don't want to bother so her and all of that. And it, they don't want to let. They don't want you to worry about things. Like I no. have my parents as well. Like my mom won't tell me certain things. Hundred percent. And I know she has something to say, but she won't say it because she doesn't want to bother me. Hundred percent. But that's not the point. We're no, it isn't the point. hundred percent. Right? And that's why I say, you know. Um, it's just key to watch what you say, right? Just yeah. key in front of your parents. Like I try really hard with my mom, watch what I say, because, you know, she is important to me. She's very important to me. So I would do anything and drop anything for her, but she never, ever, you're right. She'll never, I'll talk to her and she'll be like, I had to do this. I'm like, mom, why didn't you tell me? I could have went, yeah. oh, I didn't want to bother you. You're so busy. And I'm like, I hear this a lot. Like the last couple of weeks, I'm like, wow. But I did want to touch upon before we sign off forgiveness, Right. And I say this to the team. I write about it all the time. Um, we do need, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I get mad, but I swear within a 24-hour period, I I forgive. I forgive not for the other person. I forgive for myself because I don't want to be poisoned with anger. Yes, I'm still human. Like People are like, oh, has she changed? She got mad at me yesterday. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I am human still, right? Like, I don't want people assuming that that's just how I act. I don't, right? Literally, you know, it's my dad's birthday. So I thought I was fine, but you're not fine. I realized as time moves on, when you lose a parent, it doesn't get easier. And I remember something when I was, and this is the worst. I remember bringing in, because you have to bring in your parents' ID. You have to bring in the health card. You have to go to the, this was back in the day. Now, COVID, you can't do any of this. But you would go in, you would you would sign in or sign back. His health card signed back. And I yeah. remember, I remember, I'm thinking, not even a, 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 two weeks after my dad passed, I have to hand in all this stuff. And in the one, um, I think I was handing the health card and I just broke down. And the lady said to me, I lost my dad seven years ago. And it's, it's as hard, like it's as if it was the first day. Yeah. And I'd be like, I hope that that never happens to me. I would do that. But every year me and Diane, my sister will message and we're like, does it, does this get easier? Like yesterday I said it to her, I'm like, does this get easier? Like, I'm like, don't worry, Lisa book the whole day. I can do this. And then I had to reschedule because I just, I was, I was just too emotional. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like, but on a normal day, I don't normally, you know, get upset. Right. And that's what I'm saying to you. Like always forgive. And I know it's hard because some people will be like my husband. He'll be like, oh yeah, I'll forget or I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. And I'm like, okay, well, that's it doesn't Anna. work that way. Right. No. I, yeah. I know Anna's, that's Anna. Anna's the same way. Anna, Anna. I'll forgive, but I forget. Like I have the worst memories. So I'm me like, too. I don't know what that person did to me. And Zervain's like, Here's the list. I'll tell you right now what they did, right? And I'm like, Zrain, you can't be like, stop reminding me, right? I don't want to hash out stuff. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the Please. same way. Like, I don't want to hash it. So I'm more along the lines of I forgive, I forget. And I used to be upset when I was younger. I'd be like, why'd you give me this heart? There's a reason. There's a reason why I have this because to me, I want to help people spiritually. I want to, you know, I want to be the best healer for people. I want to do all of that stuff. So I'm meant to be this way. 
right? Because I do forgive and forget, right? So I would say, you know, if you can catch yourself sooner or if you, you know, work on yourself and don't harbor feelings and don't be angry towards that person because that human being, when they're going through it, they're just navigating through life the way they were taught. And I, that's how I look at them. And I literally, Philip Young gave me the best advice. Look at them like they're a child. And I do. I look at them when they're a child because I love kids. I think kids are amazing. So I look at them as a child and I forgive and it's easier to forgive. Right. So, um, that's why, you know, that's my little tip that, you know, when it comes to forgiving forgiveness, forgive for you, not for the other person. And, and my thing also is I always think, you know, why did this person react the way they did? And right. I, don't, I don't know what I they went. I could be a jackass too. Listen, but I'm not But you don't perfect. know what they went through in their day. No, you're right. right. But honestly, sometimes I read my stuff and I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a jackass. Like I do account for that too. Like, listen, it's, I'm not freaking perfect. And I say human. this wholehearted. No, but listen, I, Zervain's like, no, you weren't. And I'm like, okay, no. One thing I can do is I will pick out and I will work on that and be like, okay, I shouldn't have been a jackass because I was legit a jackass there in that move. However... You know, I do still forgive where I'm like, okay, I I will account for it and I will, you know, I will forgive for that. Right. Because, you know, I do believe that, you know, we all navigate differently through life. Right. And sometimes we need to realize why relationships end and that's it. It ends. It ends because it ends, man. And that's it. So that's my two cents on my death doula. Any more questions you have? Because I know you're like, I have a thousand questions. We're going to go offline. He's going to ask me everything. Yeah, I'm probably going (laughs) to ask offline, but I just find it interesting. I, I, you know, I I just find it very interesting and it, it's something I never thought about. And that's why I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like speechless at uh, right now. And that's something it's hard for me to be. You're going to message me tonight. You're going to be like, Hey, listen, middle of the night, I'm going to go, listen, why? (laughs) I know. No, I just, if anybody has any questions regarding, you know, uh, being a death doula, what does that consist of? I'd be happy to connect one-on-one. Uh, you can DM me, you can comment below if it's private, just DM me. Um, you know, especially on that, that's private, right? So, um, if you have any comments, questions that you want to ask, you can comment below or, you know, DM me. Um, click the bell notification every time a video drops. And I love this because people are actually waiting. So Amanda, no, for real, Amanda posted to the, to the chat, to the group chat. I'm like, I'm like, how do you know when he drops it? She's like, Oh, the bell notification. So that's why I get the bell notifications. So when you click that, it lets you know when Jamie drops the video, um, and subscribe. I think subscribing is, is huge. Whatever you want to hear us. I think in the next couple of weeks, I am booking people to come in to talk. Um, you know, so it's not just me. No, Jamie's getting cut off, uh, just so you're (laughs) aware, but I am going to have some, you know, some of the agents in as well. Um, in the next couple of weeks, I will be booking them. Um, but it's exciting. There's exciting times coming April. There's a lot of announcements to be had. Um, Jamie's creating all that, uh, advertisement. Thank you, Jamie, for being so patient with me. Um, but for anybody else, thank you so much to my team to, you know, I am so appreciative of everything you guys, you know, um, you know, the support you guys give me, I can't even I always get emotional with these guys, but you guys are amazing. I'm so blessed with every single one of you. Um, you know, I, I, I can't even, yeah, my group is the best. So, um, for everybody else, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Have an awesome day. Oh my God, you sound like an old man. Put your phone away, Carmen. Oh God, stop. It sounds weird, <laughs> weirdo. Epa. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
All right, this is us uh, podcast. Uh, no, no, damn it. Not. All right, this is no. Come on, let's redo this. There's a joint on the corner where the big boys play, where the whiskey is falling at the river, but they all never come for the booze and bass. I'm the one, I'm the lady that'll rock this place. Hey, hey. That'll rock this place. Hey.